And a very good Wednesday morning to Marlins Nation. Marlins fall to the Mariners 9-3 in Game 2 of this three-game set. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, for the first time since May 22nd and May 23rd, the Miami Marlins have lost back-to-back games. Seattle takes this series tonight. Final score, Seattle 9 and Miami 3. A night after the Marlins were one hit in the series opener. They collect seven hits tonight. They get three runs. But uh, unfortunately, just was not enough for the Marlins in game two of this series tonight. This is the 10th inning show. I'm Kyle Seeloff with Kelly Sacco. And uh, Kelly, just a really rough night for the Marlins here. And I think it's probably fair to start on the mound. Edward Cabrera's struggles continue on the road this year. Yeah, and he had struggled so much coming into this on the road. I mean, he was 0-4 with a 5.91 ERA and seven road starts. That's just going to shoot up even more after his outing here today, wasn't able to pitch through the fourth inning. He allowed four hits, five runs all earned, walked three the walks, which had gotten so good as of recent, becoming an issue again here tonight, and struck out four, allowed the two home runs. And and it, you just wonder what it is about the road starts that just getting to Cabrera, I wonder, I'm sure it's something that the Marlins uh, have looked into. But that's where everything started and much like game one yesterday against the Mariners they came out swinging I think it's pretty fair to say too at this point after going 0 for 5 tonight as Louisa Rise goes this Marlins offense goes a rise 0 for 5 tonight just grounded into a game ending 4-6-3 double play but Luis Arise is now 0 for his last 12 and 1 for his last 14 at the plate he's slowing down and this Marlins offense has as well you have to give credit where credit is due. The Marlins have seen two of the Mariners' best arms in the last two starts, and Kirby was fantastic. He pitched a career-high 10 strikeouts here tonight through six innings, allowed just three hits, and didn't allow the first hit until the fifth inning, and that was the single from Yuli Gurriel. But those three hits, one run, it wasn't earned due to the error, but... I mean, Kirby was fantastic. He's a guy who doesn't walk anyone, no walks again here tonight. He's got fantastic stuff, established the fastball, did a really nice job mixing in the rest of his secondary pitches and the sinker and the curve and the slider. And he really just kept the Marlins off balance all game. And that's a theme that unfortunately has been going on for the Marlins now the last couple games. Well, Kelly, we will hope to have a little bit more fun tomorrow night at 940 when Yuri Perez gets Luis Castillo. Let's do it. That is Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. And highlights from this ball game tonight, the Seattle Mariners jumped out to an early 3-0 lead in the second inning. Off of Edward Cabrera, there were two men on base, and there were two outs in the inning for Cal Raleigh. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Cal Raleigh. He swings and hits a high, towering drive deep to right field. Marlins are going to have to come back again. That darn thing about three rows back in deep right field. It's a three-run shot for Cal Raleigh. They call him the big dumper, and the Mariners have a 3-0 lead here in the second. Well, they would tack on two more in the fourth. Marlins offense was quiet tonight. They did not get their first hit in this ball game until the one-out single by Yuli Gurriel in the fifth inning. But as mentioned, the Seattle Mariners got two more in the fourth. That came courtesy of the DH, Mike Ford. 2-1 pitch is hit in the air. Right field fairly deep. So Lair's going back, looking up. There she goes. It's a two-run homer for Mike Ford. It's his third of the season. His third and fourth RBIs. And the 
Mariners have opened up this ball game here in the fourth inning. They lead 2-0, or 5-0, I beg your pardon, with a two-run homer for Mike Ford. So 5-0 after four innings. It would stay that way through the fifth. The Marlins would finally get their first run of the ball game in the sixth inning. That came courtesy of Jorge Soler with two outs in the inning. Here's Jorge Soler. Here's the ground ball back up the middle and a base hit with two outs for Jorge Soler. Flying around third and scoring is Garrett Hampson. The Marlins are on the scoreboard here in the top of the sixth inning. It's a two-out base knock for Jorge Soler, his 39th run batted into the season. And now the Marlins climbing back into this thing. They trail 5-1. to one. It was nice to see the Marlins get a run there in the sixth. Still manageable at that point. It was 5-1. I should mention Archie Bradley pitched uh, around a one-out walk in the fifth inning. He was making his Miami Marlins debut. Tonight was the eight-year veteran right-hander. He came back out for the sixth inning. He walked Suarez and Raleigh to lead off the sixth before he allowed a single to Mike Ford. The bases were loaded against Archie Bradley with nobody out in the sixth inning and Jose Caballero, the second baseman, at the plate. Bases are full of Mariners. Now the 0-1 pitch is swung on and hit over the third base bag. Fair ball rolling down the left field line. This might clear him. One run is in to score. That's Suarez. Raleigh's right behind him. Ford's going to try to score. He's going to score. It's a bases clearing triple for the second baseman, Jose Caballero, here in the bottom of the sixth inning. This is now a Seattle Mariners 8-1 lead. And uh, didn't get a whole lot better after that. The Marlins would get two runs in the eighth inning off of the right-hander Chris Flexen, and that came courtesy of Garrett Cooper. 0-2 pitch, swung on hit in the air, fairly deep right field, going back, Hernandez on the run, looking up, it's gone! Garrett Cooper, a two-run home run. It comes with two outs here in the top of the eighth inning. That chips into that deficit a little bit. Now it's 8-3 Seattle here in the eighth. Well, the Mariners would tack on one more in the bottom of the eighth inning. That was a Mike Ford homer for the second time in his career. For the second time in his career at T-Mobile Park, Mike Ford with a multi-home run ball game. He was three for four tonight. The Mariners go on to win this ball game by a final score of nine to three tonight. Totals from this ball game for Miami: three runs, seven hits, one error, seven men left on base. And for the Seattle Mariners, nine runs, eight hits, two errors. They leave five men on base. The winning pitcher tonight is George Kirby, now 6-5 and five this season. The loser is Edward Cabrera. He is 5-5. Five and five. All five wins have come at home. All five losses have come on the road. Played this ball game in two hours and 47 minutes tonight in front of 19,510 here in Seattle. Chilly night, 64 degrees and cloudy at the first pitch here this evening. Offensively for the Miami Marlins tonight, Luis Arise 0-5 for 5 and... Uh, it's going a little bit tough here for Luis, who's now 0 for his last 12 at the plate. One Marlon with a multi-hit performance. That was Yuli Gurriel. He was 2 for 4 tonight. Mike Ford and Jose Caballero did a bunch of the damage for the Seattle Mariners. They collected six RBIs out of the eight and nine spots in the batting order for the Seattle Mariners tonight, who go on to win this ballgame by a final score of 9-3. to three. For the Marlins now 37-31 and 31 this season, and for the Seattle Mariners, they are back to 500 at 33 and 33. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, they strike out seven, and that means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. All right, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the loss last night to the Mariners. Uh, Skip, back-to-back -back days, the starting pitcher able to hold you guys down the one run. What did Kirby do you guys today? What did you see from him, him or the offense? Yeah, he's got a good fastball. I mean, he, he 
threw it up in the zone and we just couldn't uh, catch up to it or get on top of it as much as we wanted to and tried and game plan behind it. We just couldn't catch up to it. And uh, he pitched a really good game, um, just not a lot of hard contact besides maybe Guriel And, um, yeah, just a tough day overall. Yes. Arise that rare, I guess, slump, mini slump for him. For a little, how much did him not, you know, maybe get on base at the top of the order, kind of not set the tone, but kind of make the offense look a little bit different than it might usually. I think that today the pitching set the tone. Um, you know, Rise is not going to get a hit or two every single game, and um, you know, guys are going to go over four, over five every now and then. Um, I know we're not used to seeing him do that, but um, today the, the, I felt like. The leadoff walks kind of set the tone um, in the third inning and the fourth inning. Um, so that, that set the tone, the inability to hold runners again, stolen bases. So just some stuff that, you know, Cabby was doing really well in and not letting that leadoff walk get on or not walking anybody. Um, we walked, what, five or six guys today and four of them at least scored. So, I mean, that kind of was the story of the game, not not really a rise. Yeah. What do you attribute Cabrera with those leadoff walks to his? His command, like, what did you see from from him? No, the command. Yeah, I mean, went 0-2 to 3-2 and ball four and 3-2 counts and 80-plus pitches and four innings. And so today just wasn't uh, what we've seen the last few starts, you know, to kind of went um, behind the count a lot to a team that walks a lot. And so you know that, you know, they're a patient team and um, they walk quite a bit, a good hitting team. And, you know, when you're behind the count and stuff, you know, not good things happen typically in the game. And um, just the leadoff walks are the tough one. And uh, you don't get to the fourth and fifth hitters in that inning to end up doing damage against us if we don't lead off, have leadoff walks. And um, so it happened a few times too many today. Would you like to see him throw more fastballs? Or is that part of the issue where maybe his fastball command isn't as good as it should be? and therefore? Yeah, he's got to get his fastball command. He has to have that. I think... You know, we've talked about his secondary being so good, but it's only so good when he can throw strikes with his fastball. The changeup is elite. He's got a good curveball, even though that one got hit for a homer today. Uh, his changeup was really good, I thought, today, but the fastball command, just need, we need to get back to that. Just going back also <clears throat> to the stolen bases and whatnot, just how much, I mean, we've talked about, I guess, off and on, just what do the pitchers need to be doing in order to execute so that's not an issue as much for quicken up yeah i mean he's done it a couple he did it a few times today which kept them um, from from stealing the times they stole he's one fives one sixes so they're just waiting for the high leg kick um there's only so much you can do as far as you know the quick pitch and um without giving up too much of your you know mechanics and and velo and that type of stuff he's working on it i think um you know, when he has to make a pitch is when you get the big leg kick or maybe it's the game speeds up a little bit too much and he um, gets the big leg kick again just from habit. Um, there's only so many times you can pick, and, and they know that. And um, so you have to get better times with the new rules um, to limit the stolen bases. All right, Edward Cabrera was tonight's loser. Four innings, five runs on four hits. Um, just couldn't get control of that fastball. Let's hear what Edward had to say after his start last night. Uh, Edward, the two innings where they were able to get runs off you, uh, first pitch walk, both of those, just how frustrating was it to put the leadoff guy on that way and then just how would you evaluate those innings specifically? Sí, los primeros dos innings que pudieron anotar de más carrera, este, esos picheos de primer lanzamiento de, de, de base por bola, de, de base por bola para comenzar el inning. O sea, en general, 
qué piensa de, de, de esa parte del de juego y de esa salida? No, en realidad, tú sabes, o sea, fue, fueron cosas que pasaron, ¿me entiendes? Y, y como, como siempre he dicho, la mentalidad es siempre atacar la zona. Si las cosas no salen, o sea, seguimos como quiera atacando. Uh, mantenemos siempre la cabeza en alto, no importa lo que haya pasado. Yeah, you know, those are situations of the game that uh, develop in that, that moment. Uh, like I said before, you got to continue uh, competing, attacking the zone, and try to like uh, get out of that inning or, or, or the, whatever the situation you're in. But you got to keep your head held high and, 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 and try to compete. How much is it as well, um, not as many fastballs, the fastball command, not being able to maybe have the best of it, how much does that affect you know, your performance on the mound? ¿Qué tanto crees tú que pudo haber afectado eh, eh, tu salida en sí al, al no tener control completo de, de la recta? O sea, el comando de la recta parece que no estuvo ahí el día de hoy. Oh. O sea, depende de más picheo, ¿sabes? No importa que si uno no está funcionando, bueno, atacamos con, con lo que está funcionando, ¿me entiendes? No, no significa de que no, no vamos a atacar la zona por eso. Yeah, sometimes when, when you got one pitch it's not working, you got to try to look for, for other ones that, are, that probably you have a little more command. And, and, and at the end of the day, the day it's just you got to attack the zone. There's two, two starts in a row, you and Lazardo just kind of setting the tone in a bad way. How important is it try to bounce back? Because, you know, the last two weeks it's been the opposite where you set the tone in a good way. Sí, dos salidas en el cual tú y Luzardo este, de, de alguna manera están un tono negativo, ¿no? Que se, que se nota que no es normal entre ustedes dos ahí. Eh, ¿Qué crees tú que hay que tomar o para hacer una remontada ya para la próxima semana? No, nos levantaremos con más fuerza para seguir compitiendo. We're going to get up uh, with more strength uh, to continue uh, competing. All right, we're right back at it for a 9:40 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 9:10. Marlins looking to win this game just to salvage uh, something here, leaving Seattle. And as always, we hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.